it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of the Theme Park Stand Podcast. LFG, guys, episode 12. What's up? We have made it 12 episodes. Awesome. Loving it. Loving it. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing well. I can't wait to get into this episode. We got some more awesome would you rathers. <laughs> yeah, guys, um, another chill episode with the would you rathers. They they were so fun last week. Going for it again this week. Yep. Uh, why not? Right. If it it was awesome last week, so let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. All right, yep. so I guess that starts us with our news. First the big piece of first news. thing. Yes, big first thing. Um, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't seen Wildcats Revenge is opening on June 2nd. That is That's- so wild. <laughs> I can't even believe it. It's going to be testing for like two weeks. Yeah. And then... Uh, I couldn't believe it. I was, I just remember like, okay, the finished, you know, the track is finished. Like, what was it? Like a day or two after the track was finished, the first test run went. And, yeah. 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 It's, it went up quick. Like it finished quick. Like it went up and then just halted for a while. And then all of a sudden it was done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, so was it the week before media day and opening day as past previews? Is that right? Yes. I past pe- previews, I believe, start next week. They start yeah. next Monday. So seven days from the day that we're recording, there will be people riding Wildcat, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, I understand I thought I thought everybody just had media days first and then past previews, but this is fun. I think I, it, I think it depends because there was another media event recently that did it this way too. Yeah. Um. Or like Funspot did it with their VIP holders. True. Um. Yeah. So as long as like. As long as you're getting media access, then honestly, with it getting warmed up and some people riding, I feel like the media day is going to be a little better than if we did it before. I agree. I think that if there's any kinks that they they have to work out, it'll be good that they have a few days to do that before we get there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are you, you're not a pass holder at Hershey, are you? Nope. Oh my gosh, there's a pass holder. Um... Facebook page and there was this guy this morning that was posting and like freaking out because of how close the track is to the black support beams um and he's like this is way too close to the car I'm never riding this ride (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing so hard like dude you'd think you know that they know this stuff and they they have to send a big clearance thing on the train through the whole track to make sure that you won't hit your hand on it 
Yeah, and I mean, RMC already made their mistake. Look at the blockers on New Texas Giant. Like, they've, <laughs> they've learned from their mistakes. Oh, I can't wait. We'll be we'll both be there for media day, right? Yeah, we're both going to be there, so um, you'll get to hear about it. Well, I mean, I guess we won't have, like, a podcast coming out before it, considering, like, media day is a day before opening, so. Yeah, so we'll have... I mean, this Shortly is after opening, you guys will hear from us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll save some of that other details on Wildcast Revenge for that episode. Uh, moving on to some sadder news. Um, the Waldemir owner uh, passed away. Was it today or yesterday? Um, at 89 years old. Um, and his name was... Paul Nelson. So we send our thoughts to his family and, and everybody that knew him. Yeah. I, I've seen people sharing that with some like really nice things to say about him. Um, yeah. It's definitely sad news to hear. Yeah. And from the news or the article that, uh, that I'm reading here, he started working there when he was 11 and then, I think he was still, I don't know if he was still working there or not, uh, but yeah, 89 years old. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. He must have really loved that park a lot um, to be there that long and eventually take over ownership of the park. Like you really yeah. have to love a park to put that type of dedication into it. Yeah. I agree. I, I would have to spend an arm and a leg to buy my favorite park, and that's not ever going to happen. So, <laughs> more yeah. than an arm. And a leg. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, isn't your favorite park a Cedar Fair Park? That's, I'm pretty sure you're selling at least your firstborn yeah. child. It, it, it flips back from a Cedar Fair Park to a Bush Park. So, <laughs> no matter which one, it's going to be all. Oh, yeah. Yes, literally. Um, so moving on, Lost Island opened this past weekend, and they probably had for, like, it made me so sad to see Mike and Kelly from Exploring Forces and um, Mike from the Drunk Riders went there for opening day. And I'm not going to lie, my heart was broken watching, like, seeing all their videos and their photos. That park, the theming and the thought that went into that park is amazing and there were like 20 cars there and they got there like pretty late on opening day they said the park was absolutely empty their photos really broke my heart yeah that's really sad especially for like the amount of time and money that these the owners are sinking into this park for oh god i don't know how many people might have been there maybe a hundred people <laughs> that it's it's really sad it because I mean, it's it's good for competition, and there was you know that's competition to Adventureland. So hopefully, competition brings better rides and everything. So and then this year was it Montugani opened for for the first time since they got it. So I would I thought that there would have been a better turnout. I don't know if that was supposed to be open yet though. Because I could be wrong, but I think I remember them posting like this is a surprise credit. Like I don't think. It was supposed to be opened yet. Wow. 
Um, I think it was just like kind of shocking to them. I could be wrong. I could remember be remembering incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure they said that Mansugani was a surprise credit for both both of them. Yeah, but the SLC but it, was down the whole time. Uh, from what I it's read, sad. I did. I saw maybe staffing issues too, which is expected considering there were a hundred maybe people. Those they were taking pictures at the front of the park, and there was not a single person in their photo. Yeah, yeah, that's really sad. Um, if whoever's listening to this, please, you know, share the news that that we need to get people out to Lost Island in Iowa. So I'd love yeah, to get out there. Yeah, definitely. And if you're even considering, if you're considering it, make that trip as soon as possible because it's definitely, unless they see a huge increase in attendance, like I can't imagine that this park can sustain itself. Yeah, there's no way. Not with opening day, having nobody there. Um, I don't know what the weather was like. I know it was sunny in all the pictures and stuff that I saw. Um, so I assume that it was warm. Um, so if, yeah, if anybody's in the area you know going to what six flags six flags uh america a great america um yeah i think it's pretty somewhere. far from that though. yeah i know just i'm trying to think of something that's kind of out that way i know or adventureland if you're going to adventureland stop by lost island yeah it's it's really sad because that's definitely i think that's one of my not i think that's definitely one of my bucket list u.s parks at this point um because it just looks so good. The theming is incredible. I feel like you don't see many regional parks putting this level of thought into it. Um, so guys, go make a trip to Waterloo, mm -hmm. Iowa. I think it's in Waterloo. Um, make a trip. Make Do Take it. the drive. <laughs> if you're in Iowa for whatever reason, Go or to passing it. through, or passing through, just stop by and get the credits and see that the awesome, probably the one of the best dark rides that I, I, at least I've heard, one of the best dark rides on earth. So, oh yeah, that's the other thing I saw that um, Mike and Kelly were posting about. They said that they absolutely loved um, that dark ride. I didn't even know that they had a dark ride, let alone one that was like that impressive yeah. completely honestly um i'm also looking oh my gosh guys sorry i swear i prepared <laughs> i did prepare but i'm actually curious about where waterloo iowa is because Iowa's a very large state um i kind of think it's in the north eastern portion of the state if i can if I remember correctly, um, oh. Waterloo, yeah. Iowa. I was wondering if it was right off of 80 because I saw that it was pretty close to a highway, but I wasn't sure if it was because 80 goes like all the way all the way across the country, um, yeah. pretty much completely. Um, so I wasn't sure if it was right off of 80, but it's not right off of 80. It's a little, it's probably like a, an hour or two off. Um, 
I was going to say, if you're just driving through Iowa for whatever reason, maybe you're going to Colorado. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's about an hour to an hour and a half north of Cedar Rapids. So, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know who goes to Iowa, but do it for the parks. Save the parks. Yeah, do it for Lost Island because this park looks incredible. Yeah. The theming, guys, it's such a beautiful park. All right, yep. well, that's enough begging. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, now, moving on to something that is actually closing, uh, Galactic Star Cruiser is set to close. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, guys, I'm actually not shocked, not even a little bit. Um, Chris is not too familiar with Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, so if you don't know what Galactic Star Cruiser is, if you're not a big Disney person, Galactic Star Cruiser was a full Star Wars immersive experience. Like you stayed for two nights and all meals and stuff were included and you were on a voyage on a Star Cruiser. The only place, the only time you left the hotel was to go into Galaxy's Edge. Wow. And then you went back to the hotel. Um, it's only been open. I want to say it's only been open maybe a year and a half. Um, and it's not even like a far off closure. Their last, um, voyage is happening on like September 28th to September 30th, I think. Um, so they were shutting it down, but it was like, I would love to go, but it was like something like $1,600 a person or something. Well, yeah, that, that might be why. I know that there are Star Wars fans, um, but that sounds awesome. That sounds like a really good time just for a little less money. <laughs> yeah, my whole thing was like, I didn't think it was ever going to survive because what are the odds that you have a whole family worth of Star Wars fans? And Walt Disney World is such a big like family vacation spot where it's like, if you don't want to send the whole entire family, which if you have someone who's not a big Star Wars fan, I wouldn't want to pay that money. Like, I yeah. get it if you have some diehard Star Wars fan, but you you don't have the option to do shorter stays. You couldn't just, like, send them for a night. You're going to lose three days with those family members. Yeah. On maybe your five-day vacation, unless you're paying for additional people who may not want to go for $1,600 a person. Yeah, I mean... I I don't know why it's closing. I don't think they said exactly why, but I would be uh, I would put my money on just you know attendance probably sunk in with everything uh, going on with the price line there. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely attendance because they dropped over the summer or I guess after the summer last year they dropped some really good pass holder rates and Florida resident rates for galactic yeah. star cruiser but when i say like really good rates it still wasn't enough to make it like feasible to go yeah for the average person i should say yeah it especially was just, with yeah it was too much yeah i would say with uh with the cost to even travel nowadays airlines and stuff i can't imagine how much I mean, I know people are still going to, you know, do those things because they're diehard fans. Um, but yeah, that sounded like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's 
from what I've seen, the experience is very unique. I don't think they're ever going to be able to pull that off without what they were like, without doing what they were doing and without charging that. But yeah, I, I'm not shocked as much as sad as I am to see something so beautiful and immersive close. Um, I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if they're probably booked up the whole time, maybe. But if not, if you want to go do that, you got a short amount yeah. of time left. <laughs> I actually believe by the time this podcast, no, not by the time this podcast comes out, they're actually on a booking freeze until March 27th, no, March, May 27th, I believe, to allow people who booked past the final voyage to book into these spots first, which that's go. kind of cool that they're doing that. Um, yep. So you can't book it right now. It reopens on, I believe, the 27th after they reach out to everyone who has voyages after September. There you go. Sounds like yeah, fun. So guys, book it if you want to. Um, now's your chance. You have yeah. like three months. I will not see you there because I am not paying that amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could see you there, but I, I cannot <laughs> bring myself to pay that kind of money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so I don't know about you, but I had quite the eventful weekend. Um, for those that also don't know, this past weekend was Coaster Stock at Kings Island, which is possibly one of the best events in the coaster community um, that at least that I have attended. Uh, and it, it's just nonstop like action for two straight days, 16 hour days, both days, you're there from an hour and a half before park open to an hour and a half past park close. Um, well, actually two hours. Yeah. Well, anyway, 16 hour days. Uh, I think I totaled up my, my steps that I walked both days and it was like almost 56, 56,000 steps. So that oh was my gosh. <laughs> That's um, insane. Yeah, I mean, you you you, uh, you have ERT in the morning. The so it was Friday and Saturday. You get there at eight o'clock, and at nine o'clock was uh, first day was like Diamondback and Mystic Timbers ERT. So we just you know did that, um, and then like they had behind the scenes tours of Beast and Orion and Racer, uh, Diamondback. So you got some awesome footage, you know, for content creators. Um, we get fed and there's some presentations. Gravity Group was there doing their presentation on their new track style. So that was pretty cool. Uh, one of my good friends, John, he wrote a, he did a book. He wrote a book, a picture book, a coffee table book for the park uh, for its 50th anniversary last year. So he was there signing the, the copies uh, for people that wanted to get that book signed. So it was pretty cool. And then the, the, ER, the nighttime ERT, oh my goodness. <laughs> Just literally station like it's walk-ons for every coaster because they're limited amount of tickets i think they're roughly like 600 tickets and there's only 600 people in the park riding you know monster coasters that are are capacity eaters so it was a lot of fun you get many night rides on like beast and orion and, and everything like that and uh just seeing the uh the uh, progress for Adventure Port with those two new rides coming and all the theming coming to Adventure Express. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be good. 
was the nighttime ERT like full park open? So it wasn't like every ride. It was all of their major coasters. Uh, like the first night was Beast, Orion, and Racer was just night one. And then night two was Beast, Orion, Diamondback, Mystic Timbers, and then a couple flat rides. Okay. So, um, and then there was also, also I forgot, night two was also Woodstock Express and uh, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin Coaster. Oh my gosh, did you ride them? Uh, I rode those last year. We did not ride it this year. Well, fake fans, yeah. fake fans. Yeah, we were overdone. It was it was a long that last that last hour of night two is is you're just kind of pushing yourself to get through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I would have probably not made it very far. Yeah, and it was pretty fun because there there was also they they also have like contests. There was the great like the great race where people had to run around, and there was teams. They had to run around and ride certain rides in a specific order, and then the ride ops knew this and they had special instructions. Like if you got to one ride, they they, they have to ask the ride up, okay, what is the next ride we have to go to? They could either say go to this next ride, or you have to go back to the one you just rode previously. Or they have to say you have to rewrite this again, and they have to wait in the full queue line. So it took about three hours to have these five teams ride ten things. Um, wait, and... is this like organized for coaster stock? Yes. Yep, it's organized. What? Yep. So it's a con, and the winners get prizes. The winning team got prizes. Um, there's also. Uh, coaster stock feud so king's island trivia questions so you got to win prizes there um and what's funny about the amazing race thing is is like some of the people had to ride the water the log flume twice and they were drenched <laughs> oh my gosh some of the teams dropped out because they didn't want to ride the water ride so party poopers on them yeah, like you gotta do it. You gotta do yeah. it for the thing. The thing. Why'd you sign because up? You knew it was a chance. Like you shouldn't have signed up if you knew that that was a possibility. Yeah, and that sounds like so much fun. Like it's such a fun way to just get excitement for the event. Because I feel like sometimes, like even though you're excited, like every year for a specific event, like it does. Sometimes if you're doing the same thing every year, it gets stale. I feel like that's a really fun way to make it. Yeah. Um, exciting every year. Yeah. And then just like the presentations, uh, the GM for the park, Mike Koontz got up and took questions. Um, obviously they don't, <laughs> they don't answer much of uh, Hey, what's going in the old vortex plot of land, but all the other stuff like last year when we went, he said, most likely diamondback will get repainted. So just little things like that. So it was kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think of like what it's just really the main part. Don Helbig, he's the one that puts this whole thing together and sets it all up. So, and he, uh, his big thing is just the camaraderie and just, you know, getting to meet new people and people just becoming a big, he, he calls it a coaster family reunion is what it is. So I have a lot of fun getting to see some people that I haven't seen since last coaster talk. So it's fun catching up with them. Yeah, it seems like a really fun event that a lot of people love to go back to every year. 
Yeah. So if you get the chance, it's 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 very it's sold out in three minutes. So next year, you know, if you want to go to Coaster Stock, have your phone ready, your desktop ready, your desktop com- computer ready to refresh to get those tickets. So I'll see you there. I'm going back again. Of course, yes. you have to. It's your home park. Yep. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I think you were at one of your home parks too, right? Yeah, guys, big shock. I was at Dorney Park. <laughs> um, guys, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to get a little Dorney Parked out. Um, but I was only there for like two or three hours. And um, Bryant came to town. Coaster365, as most of you probably know him by. Um, he came to town, so we wanted to, like, I wanted to go up and at least hang out with him a little bit, say hi. Um, so we didn't do much. We rode Talon at Dorney Park, of course. And, um, me and Bryant did squeeze ourselves into Woodstock Express. It was very entertaining. I, the ride op did not find me entertaining at all. He didn't even find me a little entertaining. I asked him if he ever rode town at Dorney Park, and he took me seriously. And then he started telling me how um, Dueling Dragons was better. And I was like, oh, do you mean Anna and Elsa-themed Talon? <laughs> and he was like, no, Dueling Dragons at Islands of Adventure. <laughs> and then he just kept getting so serious with me. Was this um, was this this is right up happened to be the one guy you were getting into it with on Twitter about about Talon that one day? <laughs> I have no idea, but that guy didn't get the joke either. <laughs> Someone uh, else did that today. Who's the? I never remember his his like full name, but it's the Cinnab- the Cinnabon guy. Oh yeah, is it Jason? It might be Jason. He messaged today. Um, someone posted, I think it was Big Bear Mountain. It was Coaster Crew, and I think he posted Big Bear Mountain. And um, he asked what coaster it was, and I said, this is Talon at Dorney Park. And he was like, you of all people should know this is not Talon at Dorney Park. <laughs> I was like, "It's everything is Talon at Dorney Park, if you believe. Yes, you have to believe. Did... Uh, did Coaster Crew ever say what that was? What coaster that was? Was it Big Bear Mountain? Oh, it's not. It's Tigris. Ah. I'm looking at the picture now to figure out if this guy's name is Jason. I think it's Jason. Cinnabon influencer guy. I love you. <laughs> I was right. I guess Tigris. It is Jason. Jason. Okay. It was Tigris. I didn't actually look at the picture. I just saw orange. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part. I love that people take me so seriously and start like coming and like arguing with me when I'm like, brother, like I literally didn't even look at the picture. Like, do you know who you're talking to right now? <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, Talon stand, uh. Yeah, come on, Talon at Thorny Park, guys. All right, well, um, what else? Oh, I made Bryant get on Demon Drop, so I don't know if anyone follows him and saw his story. I got some, like, pre-enthusiast Bryant. He was not having Demon Drop. <laughs> what was it? Bryant doesn't... He, Bryant said, when we had him on, he said he doesn't do drop towers that much, does he? He doesn't enjoy them? No, he doesn't, he doesn't like them, but even if you don't, like, I hate drop towers, too. They're not... 
I'm not getting on them voluntarily. But yeah. Demon Drop is a first generation free fall. Like it's the only one left in the United States. You have to get on it. Like that's non-negotiable. You have to get on it. It's yep. so janky and you feel like you're going to die the whole entire time. And it is amazing. I love it. It's, it's been a long time, so I can't wait to get back on there. July 14th. That's right. Yes, you have to. It's so good. Like the G's that it pulls when it puts you on your back. It's like it literally knocks the breath out of you. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> I can't wait. Is so That's going to be a really fun weekend. Yes, it will be. I'm so excited to yeah. ride Demon Drop with <laughs> with everyone. Whatever. But I will be forcing you to ride Demon Drop. <laughs> everyone has to ride Demon Drop because Demon Drop is the best drop tower ever. First generation free falls. Yep. Uh, and I, oh, before I forget, before we move on, I want to shout out to Flight of Taylor, which is you know on Twitter. Yeah. She won. Um, it. Sorry, going back, Coaster Stock also has like awards for people who are like the best influencers on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And she won the Twitter one. So shout out to Flight of Taylor. Oh, that's awesome. I saw her all over my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, all weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, they do this thing where you have to, you know, do some fun stuff and yeah. Anyway, so uh, would you rather um, ride Maverick or um, the Great Pumpkin Coaster? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> that is yeah. like a. The Great very, Pumpkin Coaster. Yes. Yes, the Great Pumpkin Coaster only. Thank you. I prefer kitty rides. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. If I did anything else, I think that was it. Yeah. Dorney Park. Oh, it wasn't Ace Event. And, I, and surprisingly, it was like pretty dead at the park. I thought because of the Ace Event, it was going to be crowded, which is why I was like, this is going to suck. But it was not. Ryan, if you have anything to do with scheduling, you probably shouldn't put an Ace Event on the same weekend as Coaster Stock because <laughs> that, yeah, that might have been why. Yeah, I think they actually spent all day doing tours and stuff, though, because I didn't get there until, like, one thirty-two, And I saw them doing tours, like, over by Telling to the Dive Coasters plot, where they have the holes and stuff. So yeah. I saw them doing tours there. And then the whole entire time I was there, I was like, guys, if I see, if I see Acers, I'm going to start yelling at them and ask them if they've ever ridden Talon at Dorney Park. And I didn't see a single one. Like, I was looking all over the place, and I was like, where are all these acers? Yeah. They were gone. There weren't any of them. Oh, yeah. And so I saw posted pictures of those holes, and there's, like, like lot, like lot I don't pipes in there that are, like, broken or something like that. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm sure I'll be back there soon. I'll be able to give us an update, guys. <laughs> there you go. Everyone wants to go to Dorney Park with me. Yep. Everyone um, wants to ride Talon because it's beautiful. I can't wait. I really can't wait. It's going to be so good. It's the best BNM invert. That, and I, I can't wait to just, you know, ride Possessed a whole bunch. <laughs> oh Maybe gosh. they'll let me get a Zen ride. <laughs> Literally the only person in all of existence <laughs> that's going to walk up to an impulse and be like, can I please ride? Can I please have a Zen ride? <laughs> <laughs> 
please, sir, I want to ride this so bad. <laughs> it's going to be like, I think I talked about this another time with Demon Drop, where my friend Nick was so excited about Demon Drop um, at Dorney. And we got there and it, like he wore a shirt and everything. And they have the sign that said like Demon Drop doesn't open today till 2 p.m. And he made us rope drop it. Like we were standing there at like 145 waiting and the ride ops were laughing at him as he's like jumping up and down for joy. And then they just let us keep re-riding. We rode it like six times without getting <laughs> off. <laughs> That'll be me with possessed. I'm just going to sit in the back seat and be like, I'm not getting off. <laughs> it was literally so funny. The ride up just kept going. Do you want to keep going? And after six rides, I was like, I'm out, bro. Like. You can keep going if you want, but like <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, and guys, guys, possessed is not my favorite coaster. I just like it because it's an intimate and it's still at a Cedar Fair Park, so I love it. <laughs> and I, I already have the credit kind of halfway. It was Superman at Jaga Lake, so but now I gotta yeah. ride it. Possessed. They aren't bad coasters. They're not. It's just funny because it's like of all the intimates, like yep. standing over an impulse is kind of funny. <laughs> All right, let's get into these would you rathers. You yeah, want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. All right, so Miku is asking us if we would rather ride an SLC or an RCCA, Roller Coaster Corporation of America coaster, which would have been so I would go R Yeah, I would go RCCA because. The same reason that I want Iron Rattler so bad. I want also like I'm trying to think how to like say this without being like crazy, but like sure. Injure me. That's Injury. fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> if I end up like all the people on Son of Beast with broken backs, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um <laughs> But I want to go off the quarry wall. That's yeah, it. I'm I'm gonna have to agree. I think I would ride an RCCA. Uh just because you can you can break my back and everything. That's fine. As long as you're not smashing my skull in like an SLC with those restraints. So Yeah. I and also have an Yeah, and I've never experienced an RCCA and I have experienced an SLC, so like variety here. Now, I'll be uh, transparent here. I haven't been on an SLC since Serial Thriller was at Geauga Lake uh, that got moved to Michigan's Adventure. So <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, I may have ridden Son of Beast beef, like since then. So <laughs> I'm not really sure. I can't remember. Um, and I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I'd still choose Son of Beast over any SLC. Well, maybe yeah. not. I hear Great White. Is it Great White? On more, uh, some, oh, on yeah. The one that got re um, yeah, it got retracted, no. fully retracted. I can't remember. No, it's not Nor'easter. Nor'easter, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking ocean theme. <laughs> Great White's yeah, uh, down in Texas, I think. Yeah. Great White. Yeah. Maybe. That's I don't a, know. That's a B&M invert, I think. Yep, San Antonio. Easter. I believe. Yeah, the Great Nor'easter at Maury's yeah. Pier. That one, I haven't ridden that since the retract, but I used to ride it in the summer when I would go down to Wildwood. And 
I and it's like I've heard very good things about it. It was not a good coaster before. Yeah. So I would definitely be excited to ride that. So that was a good question, but just because they're both really bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's move on. We have Josh from Station Weight. Would you rather all RMCs with iron in their name be wiped from existence or all RMCs with twisted in their name be wiped from existence? Mm. Okay, so I put some thought into this one a little bit. Uh, I am going to choose that all RMCs with the word twisted would be wiped out compared to iron. Uh, just because of Iron Guazi, even though I haven't ridden it, I think that I wouldn't want that one to be wiped out compared to any of the ones that say Twisted. Is Steel an option? <laughs> he didn't say it. He did not say that. Steel because... Don't you do it. <laughs> because I would like Steel Vengeance to go. <laughs> it's the only one that says Steel, right? making me choose between... Yeah, but I'm really, like, if I'm being honest, this is a very, like, single, like, this is a very one coaster on both sides, like, Twisted Timbers and Iron Gwazi for yep. me. Mm -hmm. So, my answer is going to be Twisted, but if it, if there was an option, the answer would be Steel, guys. <laughs> See you, Steel Vengeance. Good riddance. Keep Twisted Timbers, because it's the superior RMC to Steel Vengeance. There you go. Okay, that was my rant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't Josh, wait to why do you canceled. do this? Come on, Josh. Why do you do this? <laughs> he didn't even ask about Steel Vengeance. I just love, like, oh my god. I just love getting canceled over this opinion. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. I end up just muting it whenever it starts to go and people start, like, when men on the internet start to get angry with me for not liking Steel Vengeance, I just mute it and then I come back later and have a couple drinks and laugh. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm like do. a random man on the internet calling me a snob or doing something else is not going to it's not going to change the fact that I think Twisted Timbers is better what do you mean you don't like Steel Vengeance that's my favorite coaster you need to like it <laughs> okay whatever dude. and I'm gonna keep a PG so let's move on speaking of Bryant not too long ago but Coaster365 asked only able to visit if you're only able to visit a single park once a year or unlimited visits but you have to chaperone 25 teenagers every time <laughs> single park once a year <laughs> same here i don't like kids no, i'm just kidding uh, i agree yeah single park once a year i that was easy. i was cedar fair I love your chaperone policy. It is the best thing ever. I even yell at kids when they're being annoying that they are why the chaperone policy is in place. I We were in the talent queue and like this is why he asked this because he, he knew he was going to get me started. We're in the talent queue. And there's this group of kids and one of the girls threw her fucking trash in like off the stairs and into like a wooded like not wooded but it was like the mulched area with the supports that's fenced off mm -hmm. and one of the other kids was like you can't do that that's littering you just threw your shit and she was like well it doesn't really matter i'll just get it at the end and he was like it does matter like don't litter and i was like this is why there's a chaperone policy you guys fucking suck 
Yeah. Like me, a 26 year old woman telling like these kids were like 16. I didn't care though. I was like, this is why you fucking suck. And this is why there's a chaperone policy. Like that was rude as shit. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, when we were uh, at Kings Island this past weekend, we had people that we were in line for the big swinging ship, Viking Fury. And there you stand in little rows and we were in the back row and these two kids, they were, it happened twice. They would run up and get, they were in line for one row. They'd run up and get in, get in a different seat, even though they were not in line for that specific row. Yeah. That's and like the park was training at the time. and didn't catch it. And someone complained to them and they didn't do anything. <laughs> of course not. Yep. Anyway, I, like I agree. Yeah, I don't have patience. I when we were getting off um, Demon Drop too, there were like teenage boys that literally almost knocked me over, and I was like, "You could say excuse me, you're the reason there's a chaperone policy," and they mm -hmm. just looked at me, and I was like, "I don't care." Like I will say, I will say this: I did witness the chaperone policy in first hand. So uh, perfect. Came up. Yep, took them right out. <laughs> yeah, two of my friends say that since the chaperone, they both look pretty young. Um, and since the chaperone policy has been in effect, Carowinds has ID'd them every single time that they've gone. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Cedar Fair. I am a huge fan of the chaperone policy. I support it. I will continue to yell at kids that they are the reason that I the agree. chaperone policy is in. I will always yell at people that try to jump line, line jump. Yeah. Like, no, that I don't usually yell at adults and I don't whatever. And even like, if you're catching up with friends, like, honestly, it's not worth my energy to yell. But if you're, like, littering or, like, these, like, this kid knocked me over. There was a whole friggin' exit ramp, and he almost knocked me over trying to get around me without saying excuse me. He scared the shit out of me. Like, yeah. there was zero reason for it. You're just being stupid. Like, yeah. line cutting, I feel like it's not really super worth my energy. I'll just quietly go tell an employee. But... The littering really got me. Like literally. Yeah, the, the littering really got me because they couldn't even get it. Like, and the one guy was like, I'm gonna go down. Like the guy that called her out, which shout out to the kid who called her out. Like, if if there were exceptions to the chaperone policy, you can have it. Um, but the kid that called him out was like, I'm annoyed because I'm gonna go down after the ride and go get her trash, and it's not fair, like to another person in the group. And I was like, shout out to that kid. Because even though you can't get it, it's not your fault. And you're being like an actual like person that is helping society. Yeah. And not a stupid ass kid. Yeah. All right. I thought my rant was over. Now my rants are over, I think. Hopefully, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. All right, wait, it's my turn. Yeah. All right. Lamson Coasters said, Would you rather have ERT? ERT for an entire park day, or would you rather have two hours after park close at night? Give me the two hours after park close at night because night rides are the best. I agree. Um, night rides are the best. And also, um, I want to see like the excitement of all of the people getting to experience the park all day. Like, I still love that part of being in a park. Yeah, I one of my favorite things of being in a park at night are the lights on all the rides and everything. So I love it. Yes, unless you're wild mouse and you don't have lights. But yeah, that too. Light up the ass. I mean, hashtag light up the ass. 
<laughs> Light up Dumpy's dump truck. Come on, Cedar Point, do it. Please light up the dump truck. We need to see it all hours of the operating day. I agree. Light it up in the middle of the night too. Light it up. Light it up enough that I can see it from an airplane. There you go. Please. That's, that's one big dump truck. We love that dump truck. All right. Surveillance. Would you rather Marathon Blue Streak or Cedar Creek Mine Ride? Cedar Creek Mine Ride. Blue Streak. <laughs> Really? Cedar Creek Mine Ride is the worst coaster. Well, second worst coaster in that park. It was it was one though that was like it was bad, but I couldn't stop laughing. And like it wasn't bad enough that I wouldn't keep riding it. Whereas like Blue Streak was really uncomfortable for me. See, I'm that I'm that way. I don't fit in those trains for Cedar Creek Mine Ride very well and it hurts. <laughs> like my knees hit I the the front or whatever. All right, I could see it then. I could see it then. Uh, I also have this funny video where, like, there was just a bolt missing from a support on Cedar Creek Mine Ride right before we were getting on. And so every time it went over the piece, the whole entire, like, section of the support was just, like, rattling. Nice. I have a video somewhere where I was like, I don't think this is supposed to do this. Do I not ride? And then two seconds later, I'm, like, on the ride. That's scary. <laughs> yeah, give me blue streak. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm Cedar Creek. I wrote it when the support I thought was going to be. Funny like, story is one time we were going, me and my friends, this was a year ago, years ago, we were going up the lift hill on Millennium Forest. And as soon as we dropped down the lift hill, there was a screw or something that went flying, <laughs> flying out. I don't know what it was from or if somebody was playing a prank or something. But yeah, that was, it freaked my friend out. And I was like, it's fine. It's just, it was like this bit. It was like really small. I was like, what's, what's, what's a really small screw going to do? <laughs> Also, That's like, what are the odds that something happens? And, like, you're on a roller coaster. It would happen so quick, you probably wouldn't even remember. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're not going to remember anyway because we're going to be dead, so. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. It'll be quick and painless, and it's fine. Yes. Or at least we can hope. So, yeah. oh my. okay, on that note, <laughs> I think, oh, I don't remember this one again. Is it Aether Dawn? Yep, we're going with that, I think. They don't never they didn't let us know. You gotta let us know. No, some DM one of us and let us know how to pronounce your name. Sorry. Um, would you rather have all parks closed for four years or never ride a coaster taller than 150 feet again? Oh my gosh. Uh close the parks for four years. Cause I'm riding everything over 150 feet. <laughs> I can wait four yeah. years I can do that. I kind of thought about it because you have like, you have some really good ones under 150 feet, but closing a park for four years, you can find like closing up parks for four years. There's so many other things to do in the world to entertain your time. Like, and if you're really searching for adrenaline, there's plenty of other like fun ways to get that adrenaline rush. So I agree. Yep. I agree. I could never live without I-305. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. I don't want to live that day. Yeah, me neither. All right. So, uh, Zach Stamen uh, asked, or yeah, asked, would you rather lose La Rosa's pizza forever or Skyline forever at Kings Island? 
Personally, he would rather lose La Rosa's. It's kind of garbage pizza. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever, you've probably, have you had either of those? No, because I've never been to Kings Island, so I should have read this one off. This is just a Chris question. Um, so, well, Skyline is all, what's that? You're a pizza lover too. This is like the perfect Chris question. Yeah. Uh, even though I'm choosing Skyline to stay because Florosa's is not that great. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. The breadsticks are good, but the pizza is not. Now, Skyline is a Cincinnati staple. So it is. we have them up here. They're all over Ohio and probably northern Kentucky. So um, if you like Coney Dogs, Chef's Kiss. Lots of lots of cheese. What are Coney Dogs? So chili... Chili with cheese on it, and he, I also put onions and mustard, so mm, so good. All right. <laughs> I know that uh, Brandon from Theme Park Predictions really likes him as well. I'll but have to give from, him a try. Yeah, he's from Cincinnati, so it makes sense. All right. Well, that was it. I don't have an opinion, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All good. So, Ms. MZ. Um, would you rather ride Talon but with Velocicoaster level theming or ride Velocicoaster with Talon level theming? <laughs> this is a good one. I love this one. This is a really good one because honestly, I I don't know. I feel like I would rather do Velocicoaster with Talon level theming because I still feel like, as much as I love Talon, I still feel like that a B&M invert, no matter what the theming, an intimate multi-launch is still going to be like a little more up there for me. Um, yeah. Yep. I agree. I think I, I would rather ride Velocicoaster with talent level theming because that's that would be a Cedar Fair thing to do. Velocicoaster with no theme. Valid. <laughs> well, even though Cedar Fair has been a lot better of recent with their theming. So, I mean, obviously not to the level of Universal and, and stuff like that, but better for them. So we'll see. Yeah, I do also think that it would be a lot harder to pull off Velocicoaster level theming with a B&M invert, because unless you're in the front row or on the sides of the wing, or even like, even on the sides of the wing, it's hard. Like you're not going to be able to see the theming the way that you can. And like the theming is so much more, like the theming hits so much more because of the freedom that you have in that train. So you have like, spoiler alert, if you've never like, Ridden Velocicoaster jump like maybe 15, 20 seconds. Um, but you have like the dinosaurs jumping out at you, even though they're not jumping out at you, but it feels like that because you're so open. Um, yeah. I also just processed that this was spoilers for Chris, too. Sorry. <laughs> <Might be. laughs> so I stopped. I'm stopping after that. That's it. This is fine as I go weep in the corner that you told me this. <laughs> I know. I literally stopped. I was like, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I didn't process you haven't written it. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Sorry, guys. Um, you got my point enough. Um, 
Coaster Ranter asks, would you rather have Iron Guazi converted back to the original Guazi or Marathon Mind Eraser at Six Flags America? So my question is, what? how many rides is a marathon? Can Like, what do you consider a marathon? Like 10? Is that a marathon? Less than that? Five? Is that a marathon? I don't know. <laughs> or is I it like, like, all, like a complete, like all day long? Because that sounds absolutely terrible. But... I'm still choosing all marathon mind erasers just so we can keep Iron Guazi. Yeah, me too. Iron Guazi is a masterpiece. And from what I heard, Guazi, both sides of Guazi were bleh, gross. Yeah. So also wooden uh, coasters. Yeah. Cause my only trip down to Bush gardens, Tampa, it was standing there. I was like, Ooh, what's that? I couldn't ride it or anything, but yeah. Yeah, because who builds a wooden coaster in Florida? <laughs> Mathy Mathin. Yep. Okay. So Mike N is asking, would you rather a park focus on coasters or theming? Theming. Theming? Theming. Because if we're talking about my favorite parks that I've been to, like my favorite park that I've been to, two of my favorite parks, like when I talk like favorite parks coaster wise, of course I have like IOA. Um, but when I talk about like my all time favorite park, it is Disneyland and Animal Kingdom. Neither yep. of them have good coasters. So, yeah. Well, uh, I'm going coasters just because that's uh, my, I, I love coasters and the more in the park, that means, you know, the more crowd is spread out and riding other things so I can at least ride them or whatever. But uh, yeah, I'll go coasters on this one. Um, the more the merrier. Yeah, I do. I will say that my, there are still a lot of attractions in my favorite parks. Yep. Um, but I definitely think theming. I would take a day at Disneyland over a day at almost any like Cedar Point per se. Yeah. If you ask me to go to California to Disneyland and DCA or to go to um, Cedar Point, I would probably go. To so you could have a good mixture of both, kind of ish. And I would choose like Bush Gardens. A little, not obviously not on the level, but slightly more than a Cedar Fair or Six Flag Park. Yeah, but not enough that, like, I prefer yeah. those parks. Like, like I'm not choosing Bush Gardens Williamsburg over, like, Carowinds. Yeah. Um, the King's Dominion was the one that I was thinking of. I'm not really choosing Williamsburg over King's Dominion. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably choose King's Dominion. Just because, like, the level of theming, like, it's a really pretty park. It is. But, like, the level of theming isn't high enough for me to, like, not want to go there if there aren't coasters. Whereas Disneyland, if Matterhorn, um, if Matterhorn, um, Space Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain were closed, I would still want to go there and spend all day there. Yeah. I get it. Um, yeah. 
All right, so then we have Trout Takes. Um, would you rather ride your favorite coaster in its worst seat or ride another coaster outside of your top three in its best seat? Oh, I would all day ride my favorite coaster in its worst seat. It's your favorite coaster. I think I would ride another coaster in its best seat, but that's only because, like, it's my top three. So, like, Row six, which is my least favorite row on Velocicoaster. This says outside row... of your top three. Another coaster outside of your top three. Yeah, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. Okay. Got it. Sorry. So, I misread. I misheard. Six and seven <laughs> are the worst rows for me in Velocicoaster. Like they are, I do not like those rows. I would take a ride front row I305 any day. Or That's Twisted true. Timbers, or like outside of my top three. Like if you said outside of my top 10, then I might be questioning it a little bit more. But outside of my top three are still very, very, very fantastic roller coasters. Yeah. So. And the only reason why I say that is because I feel like there's no bad seat on Maverick. So because they're very, yeah, the are, yeah, the trains are so small and like. There isn't a bad scene on Maverick. Um, but with the 12 rows, there's definitely bad scene. I agree. Yeah. Especially like if you were on a on a train like as long as uh I three or fives, you definitely want to be front or back, right? I assume. Yeah. So if yeah, so I'm saying another coaster outside of my top three in the best seat. Okay. So Mitchell asked, uh, "Would you rather replace Magnum with a Magnum with a B and M or Bacoma hyper?" And I feel like this is going to be. Uh, we might have the same answer on this one. What makes you think that, Chris? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say a theme park stand podcast answer to this is B and M. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> As of right now, until. Until we get some new gen Vacomas, I'm going to say that I don't want an SLC hyper. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. That's the exact point because we just because we don't have a Vacoma hyper over here to or to experience to know what it would be like, you really can't go wrong with a B&M hyper. It, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a crowd eater and GP love it. So I think that would be the the, the way you would go there. Yeah. And it's also with like the Vacomas, I think it's safe to say that, that the Vacomas that we both have experience on aren't great coasters. So like, I'm not going to trust Vacoma with a hyper when we already see like well, where we see BNM put out great hypers time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I, and I would obviously choose a, an Intamin mega coaster, but that wasn't an option. So whatever. <laughs> wow. Big surprise. You're choosing Intamin. <laughs> anyway. Um, then we have Scooby's coasters. I think this is our last question. Um, it's like a double he has question. Two. Yeah, he has two. So he said, would you guys rather marathon Magnum with me all day or Ma marathon blue streak with me all day? So let's answer this one first. 
I am going to Marathon Magnum with you just based on I like steel coasters a little bit better than wooden coasters. And I had a really good ride on Magnum earlier this year. So it was fun. Yeah, I'm going to ride Magnum too. I do like Magnum more than Blue Streak. Yes. So um, I will not be removing myself from row 17, though. That is the only row I will be riding in. Okay. But I will marathon in row 17. Um, and then to continue his, he said, would you rather Dragster opens with an extended layout or and no records broken or just the rumored 500-foot spike and LSMs with no extended layout? Mm. Uh, give me the 500 foot spike with LSMs in no course or no extended layout. That's the way I would rather have the 500 foot spike and the train actually go up to 500 feet. Because if you have an extended layout, that is going to be a capacity nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically putting the spike on it, doesn't that make it extended? True. That is kind of extending the layout. I don't know. I feel like, what are what are we talking? Because, like, I thought well, that the spike was considered extended layout. So let's say... And uh, this is what they were talking about. What else would this so extended layout be? What if you had a hill like King Nakaw after the top hat? And another hill after that. And then it pulls into the brakes. With the spike. I mean, I would say do that. But no records broken. Yeah, I, I don't need a record. I mean, we saw what records did to them. Like, I don't know. Like, we don't need to break a record all the time. This is why we got out of the Coaster Wars, guys. Like, we're not there anymore because it's fucking pointless. We have a 400 foot fucking top hat for what you wait an hour in line to go up a top hat for 10 seconds like granted it's a pretty cool experience but for fucking what i'm going uh, give me the 500 feet all day i, I want i want to see that fucking huge ass tower in the middle of cedar point stick out like a sore ass thumb just because i want to go 500 feet <laughs> No, I don't need any records. Like, there's so many good coasters that have never broken records. Like, I'm pulling out the Ohio fanboy here and saying I want the record in Ohio. So that's why. <laughs> Tallest coaster. All right. Well, on that note, guys, we'll see you next time. <laughs> and I gotta, we got to go. I'm being, I'm, there's a hook over here. Chris is being kicked off of Theme Park Stand podcast for being too Ohio. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Ohio versus everyone. No, I'm just kidding. I don't like the state. Oh my um, god! In true Ohio fanboy nature, all his nope. Ohio coasters behind him. The uh, I'm more of a Kings Island kind of guy, um, especially if they get a multi-launch coaster. Yes, I think it takes over. I think it'll take over Cedar Point for being the best park in Ohio. If that happens, I could see it because. I've only, I haven't been to Cedar Point enough to, like, truly say, but I don't, like, sure, like, there's some really good stuff at Cedar Point, but I'm not, like, overly impressed by anything at Cedar Point. Like, I don't know if I would choose, other than Maverick, like, I really don't know if I would choose going to Cedar Point 
over like any of the Florida parks, really. Like, there's so many quality parks. Like, I would not choose Cedar Point over Hershey. Not a chance. No, because Hershey know. loves Intamin, and I love them for it. Woohoo! <laughs> and they take care of them. They run beautifully. I can't wait for you to experience them. They they really run beautifully. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, Top Floor Dragster was a stupid ride from the start. It was really cool when it first broke the records, but then it was kind of stupid. Um, let's wait an hour and a half to go up a 400-foot top hat that I can go up in Jersey. Um, if it so was open, I'd ride it. If it was open, I would ride it when there, or like especially with somebody that hasn't been on it. But if I had to choose to wait in line for that or wait in line for Maverick or Millennium Force, I'm choosing those two over that. Exactly. Like, I don't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. So give me an extended layout. Like, let me... If I'm going to wait an hour in line, I want to wait in an, an hour in line for more than 20 seconds. The only thing I worry about is capacity. Because obviously, if you do a spike and then up and over, that's a lot shorter compared I mean, to... Why does it matter? It's on a friggin' island or a peninsula or whatever it is, and it's always down for wind anyway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll Sorry, see. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to talk shit over you for <laughs> all of Ohio at Cedar Point. I'll talk mad shit if it's a Zamperla. <laughs> Come back, guys, when Chris is the one talking shit. Yeah. No, but yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. I mean, we'll see. Supposedly, there are like tons of shipping containers already on site that say heavy. So we'll, I guess there's a bunch of them. So I don't know what's in them, but we'll see. Oh, really? I didn't see that. That's awesome. Yep. I don't know where they are on site, but supposedly they're there. And uh, that site's all cleaned up now. It's it's all cleaned up. So we'll see. It's ready for. It's ready to go vertical. So we'll see. I really do think we're going to see a spike, but I, I don't know. I just don't. I don't see like much of the hype of that ride at this point. The way, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Maverick. Maverick is the king of that park, always and always will be. Um, yeah, I hope that's one of the rides that gets retracted instead of removed. Honestly, like yeah, retract. But please, I we've talked about this so much. Like, please give it new trains. I want the Velocicoaster trains on it. What if they do that for like I don't know Maverick's like fiftieth anniversary? I would drop dead. I don't even think I'd make it on the ride. I wonder. You think that'll? You think an LSM coaster can be around for that long? I mean, obviously, if they replaced everything, yes, but I don't know if it could without replacements because it the intensity around some of those inversions and some of those like S bends, there I think it would put too much strain on the track. What I want to happen is I want Jeff Siebert, who is the GM at Fiesta Texas, to come up and be the GM at Cedar Point. Because you know that they're taking care of their rides down at Fiesta Texas with uh, with replacing trains yeah. and stuff on a boomerang. Uh, replace the trains on Maverick with the Velocicoaster trains. Add the Heartline roll back on, and you know for Mavericks, what I don't. It's going to be 
is it only, it already passed no it's it'll be 20 years coming up here soon so it'll be 20 years old before he does that though can they send him to great adventure to fix el toro like so it's actually fixed because they don't deserve that ride trains are on the track yeah but I'm, I'm not like i yeah. honestly think it's just gonna break again i don't it's so sad because like i don't have any faith that they actually put in the like money and the effort to repair it to an extent that it's going to be repaired for good like i think that that thing needs a full retrack the same way that um the other prefab yeah um had it done and if they're not willing to do that then like i don't it's such a it's so sad that such a beautiful coaster went to not only a six flags park sorry six flags but that six flags park because the maintenance of that park is just like it's not it's not up to par i wish can we get brother up here just to give toro some love please it's it's really too bad that toro wasn't at a cedar fair park or something like that i know i wish it was i wish it was I wish El Toro was at Hershey because Hershey's maintenance is out of this world. I wish El Toro went to Hershey Park more than any other wish I've ever had on the coaster. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, we went off on a tangent now at the end of this episode. Uh, I know, guys. Somehow we made it a great adventure. And we're going to end it on great adventure. So, uh, yeah. Uh, That is all for this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.